0: have almost zero memories of both games to be honest I remember just just a huge amount of stress like I was a I look back at my footy career and and am amazed at just how anxious I was throughout it all um and so leading into those games um just wildly nervous about what a big opportunity it was and and what a potential loss would mean um and just remember a few pivotal moments in the game, in, in both games. I probably remember four or five moments in in 05 and 06 that are tattooed in my brain and the rest of the game uh, feels like a blur. I remember leading into 05 because I'd spend a lot of time, you know, almost counselling myself internally uh, and just had that view that, that um, you know, when you, you're preparing for a, a big event against other people that's a, a stressful event, uh, coming back to the story that if you're trying to outrun a bear that's trying to eat you and your mate, you don't have to outrun the bear, you've just got to outrun your mate. <laughs> and in the case of a grand final, uh, all those 44 players that enter the arena are going to be wildly nervous. Your team doesn't have to be not nervous, they just have to be less affected by the nerves than the opposition to, to win the game. And, um, and that's how I viewed it. In that way, the nerves don't fester and feed on themselves and grow into meaning something more than they are. Um, So, you know, spent a bit of time during that week just trying to get my head around, um, just trolling around with
1: those nerves and anxieties for for what was such a, a huge event for a professional athlete. What were some of those mechanisms, I suppose, to because this is probably, and again, I wasn't there, so I can't comment, but these are the times before, I suppose, mindfulness and, you know, you had a mindfulness coach at the club. How were you training yourself to do this? At that stage, I was just using other
0: aspects of my life and creating analogies for what was coming up. So, um, you know, that was one piece of it. Read the nerves. The other piece was, funnily enough, around skateboarding. And when I was a kid, and I'd skateboard, and you were doing a trick which was, um, you know, a bit stressful. Let's say you're trying to kickflip seven stairs, and that was a bit of a stretch beyond your Honor. skill set, yeah. right? For you, what I would often do is I would roll up to it, do the trick but deliberately pull out halfway through the trick. But having done that, I could just get my head around just how steep a drop it was and how severe it was. And then the second time around, I'd have a proper go at it once I felt I had more of a a mental model of, of what I was dealing with. And I shouldn't make myself look like I was a better skate. I can five stairs it was about, was about my limit buck. So I don't, I don't want to overplay the skateboarding hand in case anyone I used skateboard was listening. So, so that, that was what I would do. But on the occasion when i go to an anxiety-provoking trick and have a proper crack at it the first time, it's probably more likely to land it than doing the routine of, of practising it through and then really attempting it on the second time around. Yes, so that was the main idea floating man, in my head in 05, um, that I just wanted to um, have a proper crack at it the first time around and not treat it as a test run and then say, oh, well,
1: now I know what that's like. I'll have a proper crack at it next time. There was that. Thanks for listening to another Producey podcast. If you enjoyed the show, that'd be a massive help if you could like, follow, rate, subscribe, tap the bell, leave a review, or even share with one of your friends, or you could do them all. If you want to get in touch to share feedback, suggest a guest or advertise with one of our podcasts then email hello at producer.com. Thanks for tuning in. X.